Yellow. Oh. Oh. How was your? How was it? Nice. <laughs> wow. Then I don't even need to ask how the stress binge went. <laughs> it was delicious. Nice. What it did was, you have? It was a responsible. <laughs> dainty binge while oh, mother God. Papa Giorgio was in the kitchen smearing <laughs> olive oil upon a steak for the son that she cares for and <laughs> actually cooks for her other son found five day old watermelon in the back of the fridge and ate it like a raccoon <laughs> see in my mind I, I imagine her like cooking the steak for you because I imagine you to be like the Japanese emperor of suns that the sun rises and sets on but like no you're the garbage raccoon son who can just eat whatever's yeah. left you know I always thought that the Greeks by the way Papa's Basement podcast or show or whatever we brand it as I don't fucking know I'm John Papa Giorgio she's Molly Heckerling you're all caught up <laughs> there it is that's yeah. the recap Oh, it's a it's a comedy show. Unless you don't laugh, in which case it wasn't funny. <laughs> in which case it's the height of drama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as David Chase, creator of The Sopranos, said, uh, there's both a happy and a sad mask, right? <laughs> this is like watching The Chef, except that's just no steaks and the food's terrible. I have, uh, oh, I thought you meant the bear. Oh, no, the bear, whatever. the bear. I said The Chef because I'm an sh- idiot. <laughs> you, you know that show, The Chef? Look at you. With your longtime partner and your two children and your career and the house you just bought. What a fucking loser. I know. <laughs> what a fucking loser you Piece are. Piece of like. shit. Okay, <laughs> let's go back to the other thing. Okay. Let's Papa's go back dainty to binge basement. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I always thought Greek culture was, yeah, around number one son. Mm-hmm. Like the firstborn boy was the king. But mm-hmm. I guess, like, you get to pick which one who's getting the foot rubs, because I, I was always not the favorite. Okay, so the, the firstborn son just gets the number one guilt complex. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hold on. The cat is coming to life on oh, my God. bed. Roxy, you can shut the fuck up, or I'm going to lock you in the other room for an hour. I'm the Ed McMahon, Roxy. You <laughs> yeah. fucking cunt. You're fucking Doc. Now shut the fuck up. We've done a little intro song. Yeah. Fuck off, Larry Bud Melman. This is my <laughs> show. A friend of a dude who I used to hang with all the time. Hold on. I am shoving this one in the other room. God, she is fat as shit. All right. Tub of crap. In the other room you go. He, uh... A buddy of mine who was dating a much older woman when mm-hmm. we were much younger. I think mm-hmm. he was probably 28. She was maybe like my age. Actually, probably had a couple of years on me. He's probably hooking up like a mid-40s, late-40s chick. Nice. Yeah. Reverse Manhattan. Sure, exactly. Love yeah. <laughs> Score one for the girls. Yeah. He was getting molested. It was Whatever. great. <laughs> It's the best time. <laughs> Good for the molestation goose. Good for the molestation gander. Uh, anyway, okay. Anyhow, so they were dating. Yeah, and it was like weird because at this point she was just enjoying the most like staid, monogamous relationship with mm-hmm. him, but like telling him about her wild past you know about getting like eiffel towered at one point and then like at another point she's like what is that oh just you know like taking a guy from either end i suppose the eiffel tower would then be they like high five 
Like, I thought that was like the I thought that was like a Golden Gate Bridge for some reason. No, that's one of the three men. What? <laughs> I'm Francisco so vanilla. <laughs> I don't even have my bridges right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So she's she's uh she's getting national monumented. And <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But the other thing she threw out there was like, yeah, she used to get banged out by Tonight Show band leader Doc Severinsen. Oh, nice. And I was just like, you're taking the Doc's sloppies? I mean, I guess at that point it's like prestigious, you know? I mean, like... I really thought you were going to say Larry Bud Melman. I thought you were going <laughs> to tell me your friend was like Eskimo Brothers with the Mal. And <laughs> that's his claim to fame. I mean, I can only assume he's second degree Eskimo Brothers with Johnny Carson. Oh, nice. Because there's no way that uh, Doc hey, uh... and Johnny <laughs> <laughs> didn't till the same field. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, you know, he was reliant on Johnny's uh, sloppy seconds. Very much so, yeah. He was the Mac to Johnny's dentist. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. move, move in after <laughs> completion, yes. Oh, man. Okay. Well, this is already exciting. So, I mean, you're... Um... Let's talk about what's been going on with you dipping your toe in the dating pool again. I, I you say again, like I've ever dated normally. <laughs> I've, I've never dated. Anything. Let's talk about you baptizing yourself for the first time in the dating pool. Um, yeah, I mean, sure. And then we can, we'll, we'll do the Rochester trip that I took at this point oh, right. 19 weeks ago. I forgot. About, we, I forgot. Well, this we have four listeners. Okay, we have to, we it. have let's, to cater to them. Let's go back to Rochester then before our four listeners have a, a coronary. Okay. All right. So this one's specifically for Sarah Chambers, my Sarah Beth Chambers, my buddy that I visited mm-hmm. in Rochester, her dear, sweet boyfriend, Adam. We would have five listeners, but Adam's completely fucking deaf. Oh, so, Dick, he'll yeah. just have to read this in Braille. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we need a transcriber of this genius. Yeah. So, yeah, we went, uh, my my dear friend Anne and I went up. You met Anne. She's oh, lovely. I the love the best Anne. of travel partners. As mm-hmm. I say, uh, not mockingly, like a human golden retriever. Loves I, to would, I would build a Golden Gate Bridge with Anne. <laughs> <laughs> somehow yes yeah, pegging a, somebody i guess i don't know how some kind of that? sapphic <laughs> yeah uh, yeah sapphic tunnel a sapphic human centipede situation it's more of like a railroad track it lays itself <laughs> yeah. anyway okay so uh, you're with yeah. well yeah we had day one of the vacation which was this i'll catch you up this like 12 hour odyssey through kind of the more backwoods areas of both Pennsylvania and New York. And I accidentally took an entire two-week course of antibiotics. Right. And, uh, yes. So, so you were either about to die or you were the healthiest one in the car. <laughs> yes, either I could never catch chlamydia again or I no <laughs> longer had working kidneys. Yes. And I woke up and I was alive and well. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. Nice. And I'm, uh, yeah, I feel like I can cover the rest of the trip in like 10 minutes. So let's look <laughs> through the minutes. We had okay. breakfast. No one gives a shit. Uh, we went to Niagara Falls. Oh, how was it? Niagara Falls. And we even went to the, uh, 
the Canadian side, because supposedly that's like the good one that lets you look over at the American side. And I guess technically we're the ones with the more impressive falls, meaning you oh, have really? to go to Canada to look at them. That's surprising. I thought that you would go to the Canadian side just to look at America and go, what a dump. I mean, I will just say this. Uh, Niagara Falls, New York. Mm-hmm. Absolute bombed out shithole. Oh, really? Like, holy fuck. For a town that, yeah, has that, like, you know, a falls that I think is known pretty much the world over, or at mm-hmm. least certainly through our countries. Wow, what a bombed out shithole. As I like to say often, Napoleon Dynamite could have lived there. You know what it's... I mean? Like, that, they could have filmed Gummo there. Like... So it's not Gummo. <laughs> you go there, you wrestle a chair. Yeah. You uh, you go stare at the falls like you're a 1940s married couple on their honeymoon. It's yeah, it was it's like it is really depressing, so it makes you very much want to get the fuck through the border to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um I guess the only thing so this was Adam's first time driving with me and I drove us. It was about a 2-hour drive from Rochester with a the uh, the checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I terrified the living fuck out of him the way I drive because I I'm just kind of aggressive. I don't know. Are you like are you one of those guys who like is always yelling at other cars like a dad with a heart condition or something like that? I mean, I would have said no except literally I I did a job after hours last night and was hanging with Anne and she was just delighting and how angry I was getting at everyone and she was mm. like this is why I like driving with you so <laughs> I guess weird. I am that person yes I'm I'm totally that person and it's weird because I always end up having to apologize to the person I'm driving with and I say insults that even they, they, they don't even make any sense because I probably picked them up from my old German babysitter so I'm just like calling everybody like a dick ass or a, like <laughs> Oh, just like uh, butchered German or something? A fuckhead or like, yeah, a blowjob or something. I'm just, I don't know. Hurling fucking slurs then are awful by today's standards, I guess. Yeah, I was having this conversation with a pal, a a hinge, a hinge lady the other Mm -hmm. day. And I was saying how I learned, like, you can just uh, compound profanities. Mm-hmm. And it seems like magical and new. And I learned it because my mom was a substitute teacher for a hot minute. Right. And one day she was substitute teaching for an emotionally disturbed young boy named Rex. Mm-hmm. And Rex uh, laid into the actual teacher. I guess she was like subbing as a like kindergarten aide. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, get your hands off me, you son of a bitch shit. That's and, funny. And I was just like, wait a fucking minute. You can just like mash cuss words that don't match together and it becomes right. this magical. Well, that's what I'm like, because I do that and then I worry that they sound homophobic. That's what I meant by <laughs> slur. I'm not using like <laughs> racial epithets or anything. But it's like, you know, if I, if I call someone like a shit dick or like a uh-huh. fuck face and it's like, oh, that sounds homophobic and that's not even how I mean it. I'm just like enraged right now by this shit heel who cut me off, you know? Oh, I thought you meant like you were mixing up your slurs, like you're accusing African-American drivers of being cheap and tight-fisted. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that on... Um, Oh, God, who's that comedian? He actually had a bit about this. Um, 
that Brian Posehn okay. had a bit where he would say that, like, when he was in his car, he would yell out slurs that didn't go with the person just to confuse them. So, like, if you would see a hot woman, he'd roll down his window and be like, homo! <laughs> um, and then he said that, like, Joe Pesci saw him do that bit and was like, you know, oh, I'm gonna do that. And he's like, so now somewhere there's a hot woman being like, did Joe Pesci just call me a homo? <laughs> I fucking love um, Brian. But yeah, so you drive like an enraged dad from you drive like an enraged Greek dad, even though you have no kids. I do, yeah. And it's I hilarious. Mean, I have the cats. You have, have the, cats. the cats. Okay, well um, that's your cat dad. I do absolutely have like dad bladder, but this mm-hmm. also could have been me trying to flush out my system after again ingesting multiple weeks worth of antibiotics and I was just chugging a ton of water. Mm-hmm. I know on the way there I was like, Hey kids, we have to pull over because daddy needs wee wee. Mm-hmm. And we uh, we pulled over at like a water purification facility mm-hmm. that was like totally unmanned, right? But there were like multiple cameras around, I guess, to make sure like Al Qaeda couldn't blow it up or whatever the fuck these things were in place for. <laughs> and I know I definitely like made sure to get underneath one of the cameras as I urinated and just kind of like waved to it. So I've aged into that. Nice, yeah. <laughs> aged into just raw indecent exposure territory. Um, I'm surprised that you're not like the wide mouth Gatorade bottle type who's just like, I'm not stopping. Yeah, the, we're getting to Niagara Falls before rush hour. The G Gordon Liddy urinating into Tupperware in the radio studio. That was his move, by the way. Nice. Yes, that's a pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. At the JFK Studios, where I later worked, and I was like, "Oh, this is the studio where G Gordon Lady would piss in a Tupperware." <laughs> Look, you can still see the spot on the rug where he missed. <laughs> and so, yeah, we we get to the checkpoint, and I'm the driver. So they they have like an app. You can fill out all your info ahead of time to check mm-hmm. into Canada. And you can put in, like, your VAX status and, I guess, where you're entering. And we did all of that. Mm-hmm. And the hitch was in the app at some point. They're like, where are you staying? And we're all like, well, we're not staying fucking anywhere. We're going to Niagara Falls for, like, two hours and then booting right. the hell out. So we kind of, like, all failed to fill it out beyond that <laughs> point. And we're just like, just bring your goddamn VAX cards and your, you know, your IDs. Mm-hmm. So we drive in. And the guy at the checkpoint is nice enough. And eventually he's like, well, you know, did any of you do this? And we're like, none of us completed it. And he's like, all right, driver, like, what email address did you use for this? Like, so I can at least check yours off. And Molly, I have a spam email address that I use for all the shit I never want to be bothered for, really, Mm -hmm. that I made when I was like, 12 maybe something like that? <laughs> oh no what is it it is chaco love box at yahoo.com oh of course it is okay <laughs> which was also my second i am name mm-hmm. which uh if i thought someone had blocked me on my main lound eyes account <laughs> i would then jump jump to chaco love box <laughs> and harass him from that one nice yeah um, Very subtle. Yeah. Subtle come on. So <laughs> I would, you know, I told the guy Chaco Lovebox at yahoo.com. And of course, everyone in the car absolutely loses their shit. Uh huh. And uh, we get into Canada. 
Now, why is that all the friends in the car? Is it like when the kids hear something silly in the back and then they're all chanting it for the next five hours in the car? Like, yes. Chocolate. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's a batter they need to get a hit in the bottom of the night. <laughs> You're like, okay, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Shut the fuck up or I'm turning it around. Yeah. So we we go and it was like apparently uh, much like one time I visited New York a couple of years ago and it was the day of the biggest blackout in New York in like 30 or 40 years. Mm-hmm. We show up and apparently uh, we switch over to Canadian data and all of our phones aren't working all of a sudden. And at first we're like, well, fuck this place. Turns out they were having their worst internet outage in like ever. Nice. And that was the like whole a, country. The just... whole fucking, yeah. Apparently their equivalent of like Verizon, let's say just went under shit for like a day so we're all just like they're unable to talk to each other and like i i guess we actually have to stick together <laughs> and um yeah i it was okay like i i couldn't really get it was my first time in canada by the way I, you were like hoping to sneak off and like go after some loose montreal coups or something and now you're all just saddled to each other not able to split up you pretty much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't split up to slit up. <laughs> I had to. As the Canadians say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't syrup any beavers. Nice. Um, Aw, that's a shame. Yeah, I, it was, yeah, I, we walked around, there was definitely water. People are mm-hmm. posing in front of said water. Okay. Um. I got, uh, I know that I went in a bathroom. It, it was like all auto doors. Mm-hmm. So you were supposed to like hit the handicapped button on the exterior and mm-hmm. that would open the door to let you in. And then the instructions on the interior weren't all that obvious, but there was another like handicapped button next to the toilet that mm-hmm. I guess I was supposed to hit multiple times to like actually secure the door. And I failed to do that. So, like, while I have penis in hand, urine streaming <laughs> out of it, like, mm-hmm. uh, a delightful lesbian couple marched in nice. the bathroom. And uh, they were just like, motherfuckers, this guy's some <laughs> pervert. Trying to... And I'm like, no, I assure you, I'm just very stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, I crossed the border and I don't know how these doors work. Yeah, I didn't realize you people secured your fucking bathrooms like submarine hatches. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I I feel like I'm about to deal with E. coli or, you know, like the fucking Ebola. There we go. The outbreak monkey disease. I like I like the idea of going to a place where I don't have to touch anything, though. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, you could kind of put your elbow to get in. And then once mm-hmm. you're there, I guess, uh, elbowed a couple times again. Like, you're going, <laughs> eh? 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 Nudge, nudge? Yeah. Wink, wink. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Getting walked in on by the the kind lesbians and then i waved them in once i was done i was like now ladies now you may have at (laughs) entree yeah and i felt bad because due to the door opening i pissed everywhere oh no like everywhere and you're one of those guys who like with dick in hand while you're peeing you turn around and you're just whipping stream all over the place like a bad comedy movie yeah like if you've ever watched freddie got fingered Oh my god! It's like the delivery room scene where he's just swinging the baby back and forth by its umbilical cord <laughs> while it's spraying blood. That's me with my cock. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, so your dick is Tom Green, and you're the baby, <laughs> and the toilet floor is Drew Barrymore. <laughs>
Yeah. And Aww. yeah, so we get out and life has a sense of humor because as we're driving out of the country, there's a gentleman urinating in the bushes with like thousands of people around him. And of course, I'm just like, can you believe this piece of shit publicly urinating? My God. I should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am not above any amount of hypocrisy. <laughs> Back through and the border agent in America couldn't have been more like, you know, like American, like we handed them the fucking Vax passports. He's like, this is America. You don't need those. At least not yet. <laughs> Like, we were supposed to, like, respond, like, yeah, fuck Joe Biden, buddy. Let's get Like, yeah, this is so fucked up, this public health maintenance bullshit. Yeah, it was just, like, it was just a weird attitude. And as Sarah pointed out, like, he was very much doing, like, this Texas accent. It's like, motherfucker, you're from upstate New York. You know what I mean? Like, drop the affects. Drop the charades, sir. Right. So, uh, we swing back into buffalo like because i'm like fuck it when am i gonna see buffalo mm-hmm. not that there's much to see there but like yeah i so i went to the buffalo subreddit a couple weeks prior and was like find me a an authentic buffalo dive bar mm-hmm. and i found one a place called uh kelly's corner with two k's <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> like the cars for kids nice. All, yeah uh, so we go to Kelly's Corner, where they're famed. I loved it. the waiter was just like, uh, "We're known for our fries." <laughs> There's nothing magical to it. We we're just like, "What do you recommend, good sir?" He's like, "We've got fries." Uh, <laughs> and we're known for our soda fountain. Yeah, we have ice. It goes in yeah. all the drinks. <laughs> um, yeah, they they had wings that, honest to God. I know you would march into Buffalo and be like, let me try the wings. And only a hayseed would expect something different. But this place really did like dry rub them and shit. Like they were, I'm not a big wing guy unless I'm fucking hammered. I don't know about you. I went through, I go through food phases. So I went through a hot wing phase and it can be like. Do you mean like hot wing phase or hot wing phase? Not like a hot wingman face. <laughs> like a like, hot a hot minute of wings or No, like I was just eating hot wings like a fucking garbage <laughs> palate person. Um nice. but uh no, I mean it's you know, they could be a, a fucking stellar or it could just be like mushy, awful grotesqueness. So, you know. Yeah, you I find am, a place that does it right. Because I am not the biggest meat on the bone guy. <laughs> You're not a wingman. Yeah, wingman. <laughs> like I want to pretend this wasn't like something alive at some point. Uh, I know that I went to like I've hung with people that are hardcore wing people, like mm-hmm. a very very successful broadcaster that I used to work with. Very nice guy, uh, Grant Paulson, who okay. is now like co-host of the fucking midday show. On any relation to Sarah Paulson? Uh, no, no. <laughs> And uh, I believe there was a tight end for the then Redskins, Logan Paulson. And we would joke because it was a sports talk station. Yeah, we'd be like, it's your cousin. And he'd be like, ha, ha, ha. And we would do that bit ad nauseum. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but Grant would, like, have a trick where he would break some bones in the wing and then just, like, kind of, like, 
suck it out like a gogurt almost like just pull out the two wing bones and then eat the entire fucking remaining whatever it's like a twist and suck motion that i've seen people do and i'm just like i'm i'm not that much of a yeah typically the problem is not of of the essence when i'm eating wings yeah that motion is for joey chestnut or a skilled parisian prostitute a twist (laughs) and a suck that's it Uh, But he could do that. I, yeah, I need a few in me typically to really start housing them. And even then people mock like how much meat I leave on them. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not a fucking junkyard dog or a cartoon (laughs) cat. You know, like if I want more wings, I'll just pay the extra whatever. Right. Which it's, it is abominable what wings are up to these days. (laughs) Because like, I believe in... I am just regurgitating facts fed to me by another DJ, Ron Bennington. Mm-hmm. But I believe Wings came to be as a product through the original, like, Florida Hooters. Because the guy that founded the place was like, give me the shit that's being thrown away. And mm-hmm. is literally otherwise being turned into dog food. Right. And he seasoned them and was like, here are your fucking wings or whatever. Right. And they used to be like, I don't know, 10 cents a piece, then a quarter a piece and shit. Like over a buck a clip now, man. It's fucking insane. <laughs> it's like cigarettes. Like soon that like the cost of each wing's gonna surpass the uh the dollar. Yeah, exactly. Um, it really is getting a little nuts. So you better really fucking enjoy those wings, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, they had great wings and they had this other meal called uh beef on weck. Okay. And that was like a roast beef on this like kind of caraway seed uh, also salted bun and that was it like i mean there was no sauce there was no nothing like you really it's like sending a nude just like your body not hitting any good angles nothing just like yep this is fucking it like that's how you feel about your meat when yeah. that's, that's you're like yeah it's bread we threw some fucking salt on it that's the accoutrement you know like Right, yeah. This is just the pussy. It's unposed. It's not lit well. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. dry as hell. Like, kind of a, you know, yeah. Do you want it? Yeah, if you squint, this could be at home at a gynecologist's office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I sent the same photo to my doctor earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not making a beef giner joke. I just mean, yeah, it was no fucking frills. Here's your meat. Yep. And uh, that... It, I was not particularly moved by that, but everyone else loved that fucking meal. Except for, overall, Sarah shut down because apparently she spent 12 years in an abusive relationship with a guy who just lived doing cocaine in Rochester dive bars, which I'm guessing aren't so wildly different from Buffalo dive bars an hour away. Okay. so she kind of shut down, but, um, So the you know. place, like, triggered her somehow because she had, like, some awful cokehead boyfriend who ate a lot of wings... Uh, or something. I I think it was just Coke. He was all business, but he okay. she was in environs like this mm-hmm. for the majority of the relationship, from what okay. I gather. And she has relayed to me she never paid for a drink once because every bartender there pitied her so greatly. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um. So again, didn't let her ruin my good time. You were like, uh, I'm still going to eat these wings. Yeah. <laughs> Leave a lot on the bone and, you know, you're just going to have to sit through the triggers. She was just like, sorry, I'm being quiet, guys. Uh, this place is kind of triggering me. And I was just like, could it trigger you a little more quietly? Yeah. 
Can you be triggered in a way that doesn't ruin my appetite? Yeah, because trying to stuff down this dry beef sandwich. You're starting to make me feel like a dick, and frankly, that's a little rude of you. (laughs) So, (laughs) shut up. Uh, Yeah, no, it was a good time, and she was fine. She was fine. And if you want to verify the authenticity of the the dive credentials of this, Mm -hmm. a woman I met via Hinge because my, uh, well, Hinge met. Mm-hmm. Um, because the profile was initially crafted in Rochester. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm not going to get into her details too much because apparently I've grown a conscience. You're not basic- going to dox her or anything on this show right now. <laughs> yeah, let me give you her number and every <laughs> single picture of her butthole that's come my way. Right. Um, <laughs> next to these beef on wax sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but she was like, oh, my father-in-law who definitely has a problem with the bottle and lives in that area uh brings me my son after he's been staying with that side of the family at kelly's corner to be picked up and i was like (laughs) motherfucker are you kidding and she's like no so you picked a really nice shithole and i'm like cool Mm -hmm. you picked the most depressing shithole in rochester yeah it's where all the locals go to get triggered by their family and past relationships So we, uh, that was the search criteria I put in. So Reddit delivers as always. Um, yeah, there, uh, after that went to a, a really fun venue. You know, I wanted to gloss over this, but honestly, no, great venue. Not so many equivalents of this in DC mm-hmm. where you walked in and there was like a silly, uh, cover band called the Isotopes. I'm maybe as, as a Simpsons nod, mm-hmm. but they were kind of dressed like mad scientists. And I guess some of the cuter band girlfriends were dressed up like go-go dancers and were dancing and shit yep. while drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were just like a lot of games to play. Like there's a giant like Jenga out of two by fours. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is fun until it tumbles and then you're like, oh, it broke my metatarsal. You know, like it's like such a like a craft beer bar type of thing that you see all over the place is like the giant versions of a stupid game like Jenga or Checkers. It's like a <laughs> Yeah. A giant glory hole where you can just see the other person like entirely. <laughs> Nothing fun there. Right. <laughs> they should just have a giant bag of Coke with a giant key that people can, you know. I would like that. The giant straw. Yeah. You just put your mouth around. Love it. Yeah. Uh, But that was okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, you kind of took the shine off it right there. I'm sorry. I I didn't need you. No, you're right. I was just going along with you because I thought you were like crushed your foot with a two by four losing a Jenga. No. Enthusiasm's the province of sissies. You're right. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, but that sounds cool. There's a lot of like cool local shit and local music in Rochester because it's like such an arts and crafts place. You know, it is. I mean, anytime you're walking around and you see multiple women with like more than one leg tattoo, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, I'm in that kind of city. You know, yeah. like, and Rochester is that kind of city. Yeah, it's a rockabilly pinup of upstate cities. Yes, exactly. It's around here. I would say the closest thing we have is Richmond, Virginia. I like Richmond, Virginia. I love Rich. I have never in my life had a bad time in Richmond, Virginia. It's one of the few places I've actually like hooked up with a woman at a bar, you know, like the way it's supposed to happen. Like organically. Like in the yeah. 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 I always <coughs> like to tell this story. Like, uh, 
I was in my Kenny Powers Halloween costume, if I recall. <laughs> and uh, she was just like this very sexy, like black goth girl. And I was just, I don't know how the fuck it happened, but I just kind of remember putting down a baseball glove and then making out at a bar just broad for a while. <laughs> I thought the baseball glove was going to be a segue into like a sex thing. Well, no, I went home empty handed and then fucked the glove. <laughs> no gloves. Using glove oil as lube. <laughs> nice. And the next day, I won the T-ball championship. <laughs> and I drank out of the glove. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, so... Oh, yeah. so was that the end of the Rochester adventure? Was um, the, the Springfield Isotopes? That was Friday. Okay. And we had we left Sunday morning. So I'm trying to see what we did Saturday. We walked around an arts festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt bad. You weigh in on this controversy. Okay. A bunch of small vendors. Mm-hmm. And Anne was living it up, eating every free sample she could. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm completely okay with that in a Costco scenario. It's Costco. Their mm-hmm. pockets are bottomless. As much as I love Costco as a corporation. Mm-hmm. I will take their free samples. But like, to get that plug, huh? That Costco. Oh God, there's money. Literally, and I know they do it because one thousand percent they sponsor that fucking show, Baskets. Oh really? Because Kirkland products were all over Baskets, and who's that? That female comedian who talks like this. Um, she's in Baskets. She was also in. I've really narrowed it down here. Uh, I never watched Baskets. I know. Did I know you Sarah watch? Galifianakis is in it. Did you watch Euphoria or no? Um, no. You're like, no, John, I'm not trying to fuck 25-year-olds. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need to reference Cat. So, and all the other people of the show. I literally Is it Zendaya? Is there's Zendaya and there's Hunter something. Hunter Renfro, maybe. But Hunter that also Biden. could be a Hunger Games character. I'm not really sure. And I don't remember if Hunter is the the character name or the actress's name i don't fucking yeah i could probably google it except i'm i'm doing something else who gives a shit it's funnier to not know like yeah i do like the description though like you know that female comedian who kind of sounds like she has this very (laughs) very flat affect like it's almost like stephen wright with a badge um, it's not Maria Bamford, is it? No, nah, not Bamford. She's got some energy. She's perky. Um. Oh, hold on. Fuck. I'll I'm ruin. looking it up. I'll ruin the party. Let me. Wiki baskets show. Team. I hope that you look up baskets show because we're middle aged. Well, you might get we'll okay. Just, just Martha... show you a bunch of baskets if you don't, because I hate the fucking internet. It's apparently Louis Anderson. <laughs> it's Martha Kelly. <laughs> Martha Kelly. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, look her up. And uh, yeah, she's got a very, very deadpan. And I guess that's her thing. It works. It's cool. I love Martha Kelly. I like her, yeah. yeah. I don't even uh, know her and I love her already. Yeah, I love her. You're just bitches supporting bitches, man. That's what I was, You know, funny. I'm a good feminist, so I support women even though they never support me because they're fucking cunts. They, they really are. I'm the best having... feminist. You're all cunts and I support you unconditionally. Really? Really? <laughs> what would it take? For you fucking bitches, you fucking whores to support Molly, okay? You know, I know I come off like a dude, but I'm still a woman. 
Yeah, she's she's got a fucking beef on whack between those thighs. Help I her out. I do. It's a little dry, but it still counts. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not that much salt on the bun. Give yourself some credit. Uh, anyway, okay, so baskets. We want the Costco money. Costco, give us your money. Yeah, there's. I would gladly take Costco's money. They they promote from within. Mm-hmm. For management positions, all of their like their starting salaries are good. So you're telling this all to Anne while you're trying to shame her for eating too many free snacks. Yeah, exactly. And like I come to out of this trance and my pants are off too. I don't know how that part works. Um, I, I literally want to keep extolling the virtues of Costco, but we have an episode recording here. Two year return policy. Just say that. Just throwing that in there too. You know, I brought these pretzel nuggets two years ago and I'm really not happy with the quality. My brother used to survive by buying their 20 burger packs, eating 15 of them, and then returning it for a full refund. You can't. Oh, you can. Oh At Costco. At Costco. <laughs> Although I think now they prorate it. And I remember when they finally did that to me one time, they're like, well, you ate half of the red <laughs> seedless grapes that you claim had seeds in them. And you're and just like, what happened to you? <laughs> you changed, man. It used to be about the refunds. So, yes, we're walking around the Arts Fest. I was not partaking in any samples because I'm like, these are fucking street vendors. You know what I mean? Like, it's money out of their pocket. I ain't going to do it. But mm-hmm. I wanted to hear your take. You're not saving the money if they've already prepped the samples. <laughs> I mean, if you don't eat them, they're just going home with a bunch of wasted food. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know? Um,. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be annoyed if she kept circling back yeah. with her mouth still full of free samples. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm trying to determine how I feel about this Frito pie. Yeah. I'm still trying to reach a decision on this pizza bagel. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, after four more, I've considered. <laughs> well, you know, like what? Which camp does it fall into? Is it more bagel? Is it more pizza? I don't know. Overall, it's quite pedestrian, so I won't be buying a full one. <laughs> it's really forced me to explore some territory I'm not so comfortable with, like the nature of man. What is it to be a bagel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's my take what were you i, I want to hear the way you phrased it though what's the polite way you tried to tell someone not to stuff their face with free samples oh i just slapped her <laughs> and i said don't embarrass me again that's like max landis <laughs> <laughs> did he do that to Stop you at a free samples fatty <laughs> slap so we have Max's physical abuse to thank for your tight mommy abs. Oh my goodness! You're, oh, like, okay. you're like, no, Max was one of many men to abuse me. <laughs> you know, it's like you know when the days of the week all blur together, and you're yeah. just like, look, I don't, I don't care what day it is. I just know it's a shit one. I just know it's a smacker day. <laughs> it's God, it's smacker day already. <laughs> I thought it was punch day. <laughs> Yesterday was smacker day, you forgetful bitch. Today is slapper day. <laughs> punch day, choke day, smacker day. Happy days. 
<laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, at any rate. Okay. So. <laughs> well, that sounds like you. So you had a good time at the fair. Yeah, we walked around. Uh, there was, you know, there's junk food to eat, and we ate it. Like, uh, I don't know what else to say there. <laughs> like, uh, we ate crap food, and I did partake of a fudge sample because the guy was giving out like he had thirty one flavors of fudge. Oh, so you're a hypocrite again? I took hypocrite. a sliver of fudge. There were people who were like, "Um, I want your Maui Wowie." I... <laughs> I would like your biodome starring Polly Shore. Oh my god. <laughs> it tastes like failure. Yes. I want your 98 championship bulls. Like fucking the guy was just going all over the place with the flavor names and pe- there were people who wanted like five or six and after they ate like all six pieces they're like okay we got to the bottom of what fudge tastes like thank you. Right. I mean so that was like his passion he's like the Bob's Burgers of like. Yeah his passion was giving away fudge apparently. <laughs> Pun fudge giveaway. Yeah it was and I wish I had even written down what the fuck the name of the place was so I could give him a shout out but. <laughs> It was it was good fudge. I, I defy you to make bad fucking fudge. Fudge <laughs> is literally just like sugar food dye and butter made form, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. There is no such thing as bad fudge. Yeah. I um, didn't realize it's like a very... It fucking it was made in Baltimore. Like, oh, so really? I actually don't know how far it extends outside of the fudge belt we live in. <laughs> the fudge belt. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the Mason Dixon <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fudge blast radius of Baltimore. <laughs> oh man. Uh I like yeah, what how long has fudge been around? Cuz you would think that that's like an 181700 it, it thing. It was like a it was like a late 1800s like uh one of your tribe had a candy shop and made it one day. They were like, fuck the ice box, like all the ice melted, and I don't know what to do with my five pounds <laughs> and of my fucking butter. Going to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> and the, his co workers were like, hey, sugar doesn't spoil you. Shut the fuck up, I'm feeling creative. <laughs> and Fudge was born. And Fudge was born. <laughs> I wish you could remember the name of the of the place, because I bet he had like a really great pun name for for the business right i don't remember what it was called but around the corner were two milk places and a lemonade stand <laughs> <laughs> and i am 41 oh man uh yeah it probably was something like that it's extra shameful that i forgot it i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a good fudge pun and nothing's coming to me and i just want to crawl under a rock and it, i would literally call the place milk, milk lemonade <laughs> i'm trying to think of like fudge kirk um... <laughs> <laughs> otto von fudge mark i don't know yeah. <laughs> oh man girls just want to have fudge um... <laughs> non-fudgeable token there there it is That's yeah <laughs> uh, man okay yeah. so was that like the last highlight that was the last hurrah of that trip no actually we came across it was very weird we came across one of her i don't want to call him an ex really but like she sarah had a brief window of hooking up with the online people before meeting the lovely Adam mm-hmm. and like one of the guys walked by and he pretty much just looked like the version of Adam that would have spent every day in Kelly's corner 
<laughs> but it's it's funny to see people have this like very strong type. Whereas I don't, I'm a little all over the place. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Like, I I have I I only have two types that I keep careening back and forth between. I think left fist and right. Fist. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's the it's the Tartuffian leftist Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> And the like. I must be the other type. <laughs> okay. Wow. That sounds like the same thing. But, okay. They're kind of the same, but also kind of different because one of them's just like has this very sort of like water goes with the flow attitude. Mm-hmm. And the other one's like completely driven, but also just like a psychotic stalker. Oh, uh, I wish I had that ambition. <laughs> It's like the difference. It's like sex and romance. It's like you can have one or the other, but not both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I. I mean, I would say people would kind of just be like, they tend to be they're they're like smart and whatever the fuck I'm with. They're kind of like objectively attractive. I guess you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I'm certainly not sticking in any dumbbells. <laughs> You're not you're not going for like the Eggman Mama from fucking <laughs> Pink Flamingos. No, no, that's I'm not, not your type. Yeah, I I don't know. What, what if she it has is. a really great personality? Something in my testicles shuts down when it's like you could be siring a child with a double digit IQ here, player. <laughs> like, keep it to the mouth. <sighs> okay, so what is your type then? Other than just like huge knockers. I am. I do get judged for that, especially by Anne. When I, I don't will... judge. Every guy has a thing that he likes that, like, he has to. I mean, Neil Brennan was kind of right about that, where it's like, you know, you'll like a woman for a thing, but then you have to pretend that that's not the reason why you like them. Um, and it's probably not the only reason, surely, but it's like a thing that you like. Like some dudes like asses, some dudes like boobs, some dudes like fucking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, look, you can. I'm trying to come up with an ice cream based analogy here because it's going to work, but it's going to need about five more seconds. All right. <laughs> and then you just go back to talking about Costco. <laughs> yeah. You can say. That you're there for more than the ice cream underneath the the, the Costco Kirkland ice cream, which is uh, the French vanilla, just of steel. You're practically taking money out of Mr. Kirkland's pockets <laughs> every tub you buy. I mean, you can be like, hey, I, I love your sprinkles. I love your whipped cream. I love your cherry, blah, blah, blah. But you're there because it's fucking ice cream underneath it all. You know what I mean? So, Yeah. <laughs> You 100% can appreciate everything else, but you got drawn in the fucking door. You got duped by the giant tits or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I oddly, um, I've always been tur- like turned off by like very conventionally attractive dudes mm. and dudes that are like also have like very chiseled bodies. Like, if I saw a Hemsworth, I would just be like bored to tears. Unless he wound up being, like, a really cool person. But for some reason, maybe it's because I grew up, <laughs> like, fugly. <laughs> I don't trust attractive people. So you either had to have previously been unattractive um, 
or or have something else or just know that being attractive is such a full of shit thing that you know it doesn't matter otherwise i'm just like get away from me you're one of them i don't trust you oh yeah like if you think that's a personality trait whatsoever then really suck a dick preferably mine but you know <laughs> like yeah i i'm not saying i i don't enjoy attractive like clearly i enjoy attractive people but mm-hmm. to me it's not i've never enjoyed the women where that is their entire personality like even at my most shallow when i was out there in my 20s like the fucking club girls bored me to tears like there was this one chick that i worked with who was like drop dead gorgeous and you (laughs) went to her myspace page and it was just like photos of her like club garb you know, at the clubs of DC. And I was just like, whatever, I can so like dismiss you out of hand. Fuck this. And like, you know, like we all, we were all just scared to talk to her at the workplace. Like she was stunning. Like fucking. And that's, that's the thing too. Like I feel bad saying all that shit because rationally, like I know it's not true where it's like being attractive is never a whole personality because there's a, they're a person, you know what I mean? So like, you know, so she finally one time starts talking to me Mm -hmm. and i mean within 20 seconds she had brought up like both her marilyn manson fandom and that she was on meds for being bipolar and i was like oh so i should have proposed to you already like why why didn't you lead with this material my lady (laughs) the depression is hot too yeah oh yeah like literally all of this i was like you didn't you looked normal what the fuck right you're cool hot (laughs) yeah and then by that point she had met a dude via myspace which back in like 06 was the fucking province of goddamn weirdos and they're actually married to this day you know like good for them oh yeah yeah that's nice yeah i mean it's like it's just it's it's a knee-jerk thing of mine where it's just like i don't trust attractive people because of pretty privilege but i know that that's like a bullshit thing because you know there are people too yeah um how dare you to i was really ins- this is like the time i insulted the stranger things kid i don't dare i disparage oh. people for something they can't help <laughs> dustin it was the teeth like a sandworm <laughs> I mean, uh, this is gonna get a segue back into ripping on Anne Frank. <laughs> it's all gonna come full circle. Um, Look, would it have killed her to do her hair? That's all I'm saying. You want to talk about some weird teeth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, um, no, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, so what was okay? So you saw Sarah's other ex and she like has a type. So what's her type? Her type is like very, very fair skin, kind of like a scraggly facial hair vibe and like close cropped, like blue eyes, close cropped, balding, blondish hair. (laughs) Like she would eat Ed Harris's ass in a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's a vibe. Exactly. <laughs> like Ed Harris now or uh, <laughs> sexy Apollo 13 Ed Harris. Okay, okay. Like but pa- you know like Ed Harris. 
Yeah, but maybe Ed Harris now, like, sweating 12 hours in the sun and leather chaps, Westworld season one. Ed Harris, yeah. <laughs> Crotch rot, right? Horse yeah. riding Ed Harris. She might even tongue out that bung. I don't want to, I don't want to yes. clip Sarah's sexual wings here. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's a so type. that's, that's her type. Yeah. I, I would say I am learning that I skew one of two i either got the the pasty ginger thing sup molly mm-hmm. or hey, girl. Uh, yeah <laughs> or i do like you can be the like olive brunette or like very fair very dark hair mm-hmm. like brown hair doesn't really do shit for me and blonde hair really doesn't do shit for me because mm. we were like we grew up in the barbie era and just had that shit rammed down our throats yeah and it's like funny like my first like five crushes were you know hitler's wet dream shit and then like a switch flipped when i was like 19 and i've never looked back huh like i don't know what it was i other than losing my virginity to cindy crawford uh (laughs) other than her deflowering me losing my virginity to a cindy crawford poster yeah (laughs) yeah exactly uh it was like shawshank where he makes the hole behind the rita hayworth poster (laughs) except i just made a cock-sized one and blasted it nice yeah I'm uh, sure I like lost mine to like a lumiere beach towel (laughs) (laughs) There's somewhere, somewhere in Hollywood, a very traumatized Care Bear. Yeah, you know, some stuffy of Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> Had a weird type. I like. I used to like the foreign guys. Apparently, yeah. Babar, Fuck. Scrooge, Lumiere. <laughs> Fucking eight-year-old Molly just rocking her crotch on Scrooge's spats. I'm like, yes, <sighs> I'll be your guest. <laughs> Oh shit! Go swimming in the proverbial money bank of my garage. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but yeah. I mean, everyone everyone has their type. I I love when when someone says that that they don't have a type, and then you see all their exes, and it's like the clone from Evangelion, <laughs> all the same bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck it. Oh, what was that show with the clone? The Canadian CBC clone girl the orphan black yeah it's like orphan yeah. black yeah. yeah oh she's playing she hawk actually <laughs> i fucking i forget her name let's just call her tatiana ali like the girl let's just call her orphan me yeah something like that oh man um okay so now is this i you said the trip to rochester recap would be 10 minutes and it was like 50 yeah, how you want? I'm the windbag. Yeah, I love it. It's good. Yeah, real fast. We finally got our garbage plates. There was okay. uh, an olive-skinned brunette who was very flirtatious with me, and I kept wanting to go back and like make some sort of move. But then I was just like, "Hey, she's waitstaff. Even if she was fucking loving you, uh, you know, can be a douchey move." And be mm-hmm. like, "You're leaving Rochester tomorrow. What's gonna happen? You know, like fucking blow me out behind the dumpster tonight. <laughs> you won't regret it." <laughs> Hey, if this garbage plate doesn't go south, do you want to fucking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If this mix of macaroni salad, <laughs> fucking the weird white uncolored pranks that you people call hot dogs in this city, uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Greek meat sauce 
and uh you know fucking uh hash browns doesn't saw through my intestines (laughs) might you accompany me to a bedding in my friend's apartment my lady oh man how could she resist yeah exactly uh so ate there Went to the the shore of Lake Ontario. Ontario. I said it like Ontario. 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 Um, yeah, I did that. Gotta get up to Rochester, man. It really is like this beautiful old architecture. Feels like this hipster mecca. Drive 10 minutes. I You would not be able to tell you're not at the fucking beach. It's, it's a fucking trip, man. Nice. So you yeah. hear that, people? Rochester. Oh, I mean, consistently voted like one of the best cities in this crap hole country to live. And it all hits the fan. You're like two hours from the border. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel that. you can get the fuck out. Mm Mm-hmm. And other than that, I guess the Rochester trip does conclude with the forging of the Hinge profile. So there you go. There we go. And thus, a Hinge was born. Yes. And... There you go. That's it. That's it. Tell us about your times, Molly. What have you been up to? My times? Well, uh, Molly's been uh, (laughs) dipping into the adventures of microdosing. What? (laughs) What? Feeling pretty okay, if not exactly the fucking same. Oh, tell us what made you Molly Rogan? What got you microdosing? (laughs) Um, I've just always been a big drug enthusiast. Yeah. (laughs) And I suffer horribly from obsessive compulsive disorder. I don't know if you know this about me, but I can, you know, stand there for hours sweating over which pair of socks to wear. Um, I wash my hands so many times a day just because I have kids and I'm also always cleaning, but also I'm convinced I can feel like microorganisms crawling all over me. Telling you that Freemasons run the world. (laughs) Freemasons run the country. And I'm like, (laughs) I know this already. They're just repetitive. Um, So I, uh, I was talking with my therapist about it and then my sister was doing it and um, recommended it sort of. I don't think she has terrible OCD, but, you know, uh, said it made her feel like nice and spongy somehow. I don't know what that means exactly. Um, That sounds like something that someone on a constant small dose of mushrooms would say. (laughs) Exactly. So you know that it works. Yeah, it Um, makes me feel... And then she just trailed off for 45 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) Like, you seem disconnected and happy. I want this. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I've been trying it, and um, it's been nice. I don't feel vastly different. Uh, It really has, like, no repercussions or side effects. Um, There's no, you know, it's not like if you stop taking an antidepressant, you run the risk of having a seizure and there's no shit Mm -hmm. like that. I Um, I did it for a time. It just made me want to do an actual dose of mushrooms, which I then did. So what happened was I got a complimentary bag of tea with okay. the purchase and the guy was like you know the tea is much stronger so if you want to split it with your spouse or something like that um 
you know. So we waited till the kids were asleep, you know, off duty. And I probably shouldn't talk about this. I don't want to get the kids taken away. Um, We, yeah. Um, I thought about offering it to my grandma, but she's got enough fucking problems. Um, so, uh, Jason and I split it and then it like hit me really hard in the middle of the night when I was like lying down for my midnight siesta yes. before I start my work night. Yeah. Um, and, um, it was like, it was too much. Like I, was convinced that I could see the ever unfolding universe and I Who's to you say know, you couldn't. I saw the angel with the spinning wheels and the eyeballs and the I just saw the entire universe and my first thought was like, you know what, this is none of my business. <laughs> it sounds like mushrooms I'm... converted you to Christianity. <laughs> no, it didn't give I mean it was just it's it's everything in your subconscious that you think about everything just like run amok and mm-hmm. it wasn't like I had any external stimulus to feed off of I'm lying there with my eyes closed so everything just turned inward mm-hmm. um, whoa you can't say that on air yeah. <laughs> I can't say that on air <laughs> I crawled right up my you have to say the full word <laughs> um, so I was like okay this was too much I'm chilling on this for a few days mm-hmm. um, but the micro dosing is fine that's like not like a huge trip and I basically don't feel any different I don't know if it's helping with the OCD um, I really I really do at my core feel like the best thing for stuff like that is still cognitive behavioral therapy where just like you psych yourself out of all the bullshit that you're afraid of like you know cbt yeah like touching your shoe and then touching your face just so it's like oh your shoe's so dirty and it's like so what you know are you gonna die now um you know look you're still here much to your chagrin hey Um, i i somehow and and this is i think ties into some of my shit but if you want to know how messed up i was i was a hundred percent an ocd washer for like two years oh really and somehow tamped it down and like just acted like oh that's in the past now like that shit's not gonna like bubble up in other ways you know what i mean it's like the kid like sweeping all the garbage under the carpet in a cartoon like it's just (laughs) got some other side right but you know it's also i do feel like these things do bubble up due to sometimes like circumstances that make us anxious and it's like you know instead of trying to ignore all the shit and act out in all these crazy ways it's like okay what do i need to change so that i don't feel this way as much i forgot are you currently doing therapy i am doing therapy and it's okay, lovely good. i love her and she's great and you know when you make a therapist laugh like you oh, feel like best. you just want to be like oh good night everybody I'm yeah exactly i literally tell my friend i'm like i'm so happy that i'm on hinge because now i have material for my mm-hmm. therapist like <laughs> Like, it's the sickest thing on earth to say. They're like, you need, like, things to talk about? I'm like, no, I need a fresh material. (laughs) I know, right? Like, I feel bad when I have a session and there's nothing catastrophic happening because I feel like I'm boring her. Yeah, 100%. 
<laughs> like I'm wasting everyone's time when I come in and it's just 20 minutes like dude I don't know what to tell you like I'm not better I'm not worse you know like yeah everything's pretty much the same yeah like you know I don't know what because even a therapist at a certain point has to be like yeah it's four years in you're still at your mom's like I don't know what the fuck to do here pal you know like your your life's not going to change radically without a move or something so the well, fact that... that I actually am dating she's like what shit okay fuck I can stop zoning out yes <laughs> right yeah that's the thing is like I feel like since I've started therapy I've actively been addressing the things that I was bitching about and like it seems like they're pleasantly surprised when it's like oh you actually did the thing like you're not 100 percent like it's like when I got a reckless and the lawyer was like okay uh pay me a thousand bucks and then spend the extra hundred go to driving school and I showed up and I'm like here's my receipt of completion from driving school and he was like fuck you did that yeah. yeah you fucking told me to asshole he's like yeah you'd just be shocked how few people actually do I'm like that's really repugnant <laughs> okay that's funny richard lewis had a whole bit about that where he like had some doctor who wanted him to send in stool samples and he sent them in and the doctor was like wow you actually sent them in no one actually does that it's like <laughs> 28 of them. told me to yeah <sighs> well, Good times. cool so, yeah Microdoses. Yeah, microdoses. It's exactly like uh, Richard Lewis's stool samples. (laughs) I don't feel better or worse, but I'm tracking it. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Congrats. Oh, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Um, Don't get too cured, though. I need you funny. Oh, God. If I got too cured, I would fuck myself up on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I told Jason I was like the queen of self-sabotage and he's like, that's not a good thing. And it's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, because, but only because he's like a real leftist and he hates royalty. <laughs> Just be like, I'm the dirt bag of self-sabotage. He's like, yeah, you are, girl. <laughs> I'm the proletarian of self-sabotage. <laughs> Always working at it. And he would be like, yes, good man. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Nope, that's it. That's all I got. All you got. You're microdosing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, we took care of everything I had to address by law, according to Sarah. Okay. So I guess we're covered. Um, She's she was going to give you shit if she listened to this episode and didn't hear you hit all the marks. Pretty much. Yes, I I literally got a checklist. Nice. Like like a fighter pilot about to take off. You know. Yeah, make sure ejection seat works. Done. (laughs) Enable life support. Yeah. Costco. (laughs) Yes. Fill up F-16 with Kirkland brand gasoline. (laughs) Oh, man. Any shows? You performing? I'm not performing. I am moving to Vermont. Oh, my God. This is the first I am hearing of this. What? And this is the first, no, this is the first I'm mentioning it publicly, but, um, but yes, I know I've bent your ear about this fucking insane life decision many a time. I don't think there's anything insane. You are wanting to get a little more space for your fam. You're wanting to put a couple hours between you and the madre and the grand madre. The grand madre, the the mystic poobah of (laughs) Jewish guilt complexes. Yeah, um, I, I get it completely. 
yeah, it'll be good. And, you know, if if new job all goes according to plan, then mm-hmm. I should be able to reimburse family for expenditures. And, and if not, it's you all good. <sighs> you keep that. You deserve a kid. No, I, I really don't. <laughs> you deserve it, <laughs> But kid. I'm doing it anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm at that point now where it's like the world is ending. I'm gonna just do all the fucking things in a fucking frenzy. I mean, that's literally my mom's retirement plan. So go, go <laughs> ham. I'm going big. All right. Um, well, congrats on that. Um, I guess keep me posted, and if you do perform in New York before ski daddling, I will do my damnedest to be up there and see it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going to bounce back and forth a lot. And I'm also kind of excited by the idea of maybe like trying to perform more in other places and like driving more and doing that thing. So if that holds any interest for you, maybe we could try to. I am forcing myself to have a five ready by September. (gasps) Oh, a loose five or two. A loose five, which is also how my penis has been described. <laughs> nice. A flabby soft five. You know, you're going to be the Louis C.K. of <laughs> Showing everyone your loose five. Yeah, with its strangely red pubes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, no. I am doing my damnedest to have that ready to go because there are, for a variety of reasons, but I'll be honest, at least a couple people on hinge are like i'd love to see it perform like you know where where do you do stand up and i'm just like i'm too embarrassed to explain improv to you and just unmatch <laughs> you're like i'm too embarrassed to ask you to an improv show. yeah the theme is too great it was real um yeah so you and i are going to perform on a bill before the end of the year okay let's make that happen let's do that let's do raw cha-cha Rachacha, and uh, a term that I learned while at a store that sold Rochester-themed crap that even Sarah didn't know, Crotchester. Crotchester. Oh, I've never heard that one before, but that'll stick. That's oh, it one. will, yeah. It's horrific. <laughs> I, I feel it was just born of certain health clinics. <laughs> Crotch Rochester. Yeah. Uh, well, Molly, always a pleasure. Papa, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, all the one. best to Roxy. Yes, let me <laughs> trapped in the closet of... like Carrie. <laughs> the R. Kelly style. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me let her and her dirty pillows out. Okay. And I will, of course, call you immediately after the recording, as is our want. <laughs> you are a wanton woman. <laughs> Good day, madam. All right. I'll talk to you later. Me. Nee. Nee. <laughs>